My guest today is Dustin Brome, a real estate agent in Salt Lake City, Utah with Search Salt Lake. Welcome, Dustin. Thanks for being here. You bet. Thank you, Nathan. Nice to be here this morning. So can you tell me a little bit about your business? What kinds of property are you selling? How long have you been doing it? And just give me a little intro. For sure. Uh, I've been I've been selling real estate for about six years, and I I'm strictly residential. Um, most of most of my sales happen under you know under seven hundred thousand. Um, I'm not I haven't done much in the luxury market, but um, yeah, and and I work pretty much all of the Salt Lake area, specifically the east side, um, east of I-15, and uh, yeah, go ahead. Awesome. So, how did you get into real estate initially? It's a it's a long story, so I'll be I'll be brief with it. Um, basically, like I was just kind of, you know, wandering through life aimlessly, just working a bunch of dumb jobs in my early twenties. And I read Rich Dad Poor Dad, and ultimately that led me to find a real estate investor association. I met my broker, who was the president of that association. I I started in real estate with the intent of just flipping homes. And then I, I got my license because my broker said it could help me as a flipper. And I just, all of a sudden someone was like, Hey, can you help so-and-so find a house to buy? And I did. And ever since then, I've just, I've really enjoyed representing others in the process. So what was it like going from being just on your own, searching, flipping, doing the whole process to helping people? You said, mentioned you liked it, but what was the, what was the big change for you? Uh, I mean, so I'm really the first entrepreneur in my family. I don't, so like I'm trying to figure all this out on my own as I go along and everything that I learn, I have to like, if I need to learn something, I have to seek it out. I can't just go to a family member who's run a business and get, and get advice. So I have this employee like mindset kind of built into me from the start. And I think most of us do. And so that's really been, there was a huge learning curve the first few years I was in the business of just like, you know, if you want to get stuff done, it's up to you to get it done. It's not like you have responsibilities, you clock in at nine, you clock out at five, and you have a, you know, a set number of responsibilities each day. You have to figure out what your responsibilities are and then do them. That was the biggest thing for me. And I mean, and I still struggle with it. I think we all kind of struggle with that from time to time. Because with flexibility in your schedule comes the ability to not be as productive as you'd like. Did you ever have like an inflection point where you had one specific thing that that made you be like, "Yep, okay, I got it now. I need to, I need to be fully doing this on my own." Yeah. Well, and it wasn't really. I mean, reading Rich Dad Poor Dad was very. That was a very pivotal moment for me that got me moving towards the real estate world. But once I was in real estate. For the first three or four years or so, I, I had a mentor and and they were great and I love them to death, but their personality and style was much different than mine. They loved door knocking. They loved cold calling. They loved scripts. They loved chasing business and, and you know, hey, I'm the best realtor there is. You need to work with me. And, and so I thought that that was how you did it. Like if you wanted to be successful in real estate, you had to do it that way. And it wasn't until I was searching online, I was doing something about learning about marketing where I came across content marketing and, and how if you can create valuable content, people will come to you and want to work with you. 
that changed the game for me. And so it wasn't like a specific day and time, but it was around that like four year mark in my business where I, I needed to do something else to get business because I hated cold calling and door knocking and all that. It wasn't me. And when you don't like to do something, you're not going to be very good at it. You're just not. So I found, Hey, if you, why don't you try blogging? And, and I learned how to do it, why to do it and all that stuff. And that changed everything for me. And ever since I I went down this path of content marketing, my business exploded. I've been happier. All sorts of doors have been open for me. I mean, I'm here on this podcast because of it and, you know, many other things too. So talking about the different types of content that you do, you talked about blogging. Um, What other kinds of stuff do you do? And can you talk a little bit about your day to day? Because most agents that we that we run across that aren't doing content marketing or stuff on social media, they say, you know, I just don't have time for that. So you're a successful mm-hmm. agent. You're doing content marketing. You're on the internet. What's how does that uh, how does your day to day look? My day to day is an absolute mess. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I mean, I I schedule everything and I'm really good with my calendar. But when you're when you're trying to build something, when you're trying to build a company or a brand and put out content there's so many things that you can do. And really there's so many things that you should do. And so trying to fit it all into your day is it's not possible for me as a one man show right now. So I do the best I can. I prioritize, I make a list. Hey, I want to do this, 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 and this, and I'll put a number next to it. You know, this is most important. This is second most. And I focus on those first. And then if I knock those things out, you know, maybe I'll have from like 10 a.m. to noon where I can focus on uh, writing a new article or doing a Facebook Live because um, I do a lot of social media stuff as well. And then from noon to two, maybe I'm out showing homes and then I come back. And so I just do the best I can. That's there's so many more people. There's so many people out there who are much more buttoned up with um, good use of their time than me. I just make it work as best I can with the time that I have and ultimately a task list and an ideas list of things I want to do really is my saving grace. Cause then when I do have some time to sit down and focus on stuff, I know what to do first. That's really how I do it. Um, you know, it's, it's organized chaos if you will, but, but for now that's been working for me. What kind of strategies you, you said, blogging, you said some content marketing, um, you're doing Facebook lives. What other stuff do you do online and especially on social media? Uh, video is key. And, and I admittedly am not nearly as consistent with video as I should be. So, uh, blogging is what really started me down this path. And I blogging and my website search Salt Lake has really like that's changed my business and changed my life forever. And and that's kind of like my home base. Everything revolves around my website. But on top of that, you know, you first have to get people to your website. So for that, you have to learn good SEO tactics to get people organically to find you. You can also run Facebook ads to get traffic to your website. But then also you need to have videos out there. You need to have, you know, entertaining or educational posts. You need to be on Snapchat, Instagram stories, whatever. And if you're listening to this and you haven't done any of this, don't think you have to do it all. Um, Just figure out what you like doing, what makes most sense. But I've had a lot of success with Snapchat and Instagram stories because it lets me 
it lets potential clients get to know me personally and my personality. And that's where the connections made reading your bio or finding your business card on a freaking bulletin board somewhere is not going to make somebody know, like, or trust you. They have to see you on video and some aren't going to like you. I mean, I think a lot of people are, I annoy the crap out of a lot of people probably, but some people have reached out to me and saying, Hey, you know, we watched your video on why Zillow sucks and we want to work with you because we think you'd be fun or something like that. Um, so video has been great. Um, and, and along with videos, Snapchat and Instagram stories, but something that I've recently been doing, I'm only 13 episodes into it. I started my own show. It's called Salt Lake Insider. And it's an interview style show where I go around to different local businesses and I'm going to expand it to like, you know, principals of high schools or the mayor of the city or, you know, what, whatever. And, and I just sit down and I interview the owners of local businesses, businesses that people like or or would be interested in. And that helps me brand and network. And, you know, that's something that a year from now, I think will really pay off, but it takes a lot of time, energy and money to implement um, in the short term. What do you think, where do you think the real estate industry is going and what does the future of real estate mean to you? What do you think is going to happen? Um, you know, a lot of that, I have no, no clue. Uh, well, here's what I do know. I know that technology is going to be more and more important and it's going to move faster and faster. And, you know, I, I think it's so important that we don't lose the personality in our marketing. Um, I know a lot of huge teams that are absolutely crushing it right now, selling hundreds and hundreds of homes every year. And they just, they put money into a funnel. They put it on Facebook ads and Google AdWords. It spits out a certain number of leads. They convert a certain number, bing, bang, boom. That's their business model. And it works for now. I think if you're not focusing on getting organic traffic to your website or just people you know, people who follow you that like you, who like your content, if you're not focusing on the organic side of things, eventually it's going to get so expensive per lead. Facebook ads. I mean, I'm getting, I'm getting some leads for, you know, one to $3 each. And, but eventually they could be, you know, 50, a hundred dollars per lead. And that's going to happen across the board with all these different platforms. So if, if you're only focused on that, you're going to have a problem. Um, I think you need to stay on top of technology. So like drones, uh, 3D stuff, live, uh, I mean, live video is not even new, but you know, for some people listening, maybe it is, uh, you just have to stay on top of all these new things. It doesn't mean you have to spend all day doing all this stuff, but you have to at least dabble and, and taste and see which technology you like and run with it. And then make sure you let your clients know or potential clients, Hey, I'm using this new technology here's how I can use it to sell your house faster and for more money. So ultimately 10 years from now, what, what does the industry look like? I don't have a clue. I think that technology is just going to be more and more crucial. And I just don't know what that looks like down the road. I like the way you were talking about uh, using tech basically to promote your personal brand and have strength in you rather than just tossing in inputs and getting out outputs. I think you're, you're spot on about at some point, those costs of inputs to get the outputs are going to go up. But if you invest in yourself and your brand, like you're doing, um, that assets always going to be there. 
And that's a long-term yeah. thing rather than just spending. So I think that's, that's, that's spot on. For sure. And I'm telling you, there's nothing better than getting a phone call or a, a text from somebody. They're like, hey, I was on your website or I read your article or I saw this piece of content and we'd like to hire you. That's free. Now, yes, it costs you some time to, to put that content out there, but that's free. You didn't have to pay for that lead. And not to mention those organic leads convert so much better because they've usually they've already decided that they want to work with me before they reach out. You can't say that with your boomtown leads. You just can't. If you could pick one thing to tell yourself about uh, real estate industry, technology, and your personal brand that you wished you knew when you first got started, what would it be? The biggest thing is you have to, you have to figure out what your strengths and weaknesses are and what you enjoy doing and what you dislike doing. And then you have to, you have to focus on what you're good at and what you enjoy doing. Um, had I done that right from the start, I w- wouldn't have wasted three or four years trying to cold call, trying to chase down business. Had I been, I mean, I can't even imagine, had I been doing, putting out all this content for three or four years prior, I can't even imagine the, the spot I'd be in now and, and how big my brand would be in my area. Um, so just focus on that. And, and look, if you don't want to do content marketing, if you're better cold calling, if you love it, if you love door knocking and you're being successful with it, that's cool. Keep doing it. But you got to also be building your online brand too. So maybe that's working an extra two hours a day or, and you know, maybe you work a Sunday where you wouldn't have otherwise. I don't know. Um, and, and then the other takeaway that I wish I would have learned right from the get was marketing is everything. Some of the, you know, you look at how many homes certain agents are selling and you're like, Oh, they must be a great agent. Some of the biggest idiots that I've run into in this industry are selling hundreds of homes a year. It's just, they're great at getting, clients. So if you know right from the start that marketing and client acquisition is everything, you could be, even if you're not the best agent on the planet, that's okay. You know, you can still be very, very successful. Now you should try to be a great agent and and do the best for your clients, of course, but, but just understand how many homes you sell and the business you're doing does not necessarily mean you are a great real estate agent and serving your clients.